The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, Porik Horkin is joining us. Porkin, Porik, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is going to answer your gardening questions. Good morning, Porik. A very good morning to you, Pat. Now, uh, garden plants that might have got a feed, um, <laughs> they might need another one. Absolutely. Well, it's hard to believe, Pat, that I was looking up my notes from this time last year and you and I were chatting about a drought, a hose ban and about drought tolerant plants to plant in your garden. So we had a heat wave this time last year, but we've got the reverse this year with that heavy rain over the last number of weeks and particularly in the last number of days. That's going to be good because gardening can continue. The planting of plants, the sowing of seed and particularly the feeding of plants. So if your lawn is looking a little bit hungry, do like I did last night, put on a lawn feed now. That'll green it up and and really bring it back into growth again. And that heavy rain we've had, Pat, will also make it ideal for the planting of plants. So if you need to put some broadleaf trees in your garden, it's a great time of year to select trees, but also a great time of year for the planting of trees. And indeed, if you want summer colour later on in July, August and September, this is a really good time of year to visit your local garden centre and plant some instant colour. For example, the hydrangeas are going to be coming into flower. I'm sure they're in flower in Cork, Pat, because Cork is at least two weeks ahead of the rest of the country in terms of gardening. Mm. So the plants you see in bloom will be coming into flower in our gardens over the next couple of weeks. So I suppose the message is the weather conditions have actually favoured gardening and particularly if you need to sow seed, vegetable flower or herb seed, or indeed if you want to add some colour to your garden, the weather conditions, particularly as we go into next week, as it begins to dry up, will be perfect. A quick tip to keep slugs away from your strawberry plants. Well, probably the easiest way is to use some of the organic treatments, Pat. Um, Grazers do a very good liquid treatment that works really well. It's made from calcium. It's very safe to use in strawberries and very effective at keeping slugs away. If if your strawberries are in pots or containers, the copper tape, you'll get that in your local garden centre. It's like sellotape, but it's copper, it's metallic. And again, that will give the slugs an electric shock as they creep up your container. So depending where they're planted, you can use the grazer's treatment or the copper tape. Uh, Do you ever hear of, of the business of putting straw or hay at the base of a plant? And Absolutely. The slugs yeah. kind of have to navigate with great difficulty through it. Yeah, our eggshells work really well, Pat. Any any material that's that's kind of sharp and the, the slugs and snails dislike. And straw is a good idea to put under strawberries, ripening strawberries at this time of year, particularly with the wet weather, because it stops them from decaying and it also stops the soil washing up on the fruit. So it's a great idea and also helps if we do get dry weather later on in the season to mulch the ground again. So I'm a great advocate of using uh, straw or or hay in under the strawberries. Now, lots of questions. Could you ask Porik for advice on caring for a buxus plant in a container on my porch in partial sun? I've had a couple before, but they both eventually turned yellow. Yeah, and yellowing on, on boxwood. So this is boxes or boxwood pat. We often use it for topiary or for, for small hedges, and it's lovely in pots, containers. It, do, it does suffer from a disease called box blight, which is caused that yellowing and reddening of the foliage. And that be, can be corrected by a treatment told, called top boxes. You'll get it in your local garden centre. It's simply a blue pill. It has a fungicide and a feed. And apply that, particularly at this time of year, and particularly in this wet weather, on all boxwood will certainly help to keep them green and healthy. If they're in pots and containers, of course, they're going to need regular watering and also regular feeding as well right through the summer. 
Plants that bloomed in the spring and now have lost their blooms, how important is it to keep those watered compared to the plants that are currently in bloom? Well, it's a great question because plants, when they come into flower, so I'm thinking of the lupins in full flower at the moment, red hot pokers, hydrangeas as they come into flower, need copious amounts of water. Now, there's plenty of moisture in, in our borders and soil at the moment. There's no need to be washing the garden per se. But if you've got them in pots, containers, certainly keep an eye on them. And particularly plants that are in coming into flower, they use copious amounts of water. So hanging baskets, window boxes, patio planters that are flowering, deadhead them on a regular basis, feed them weekly, but also wash them at least twice weekly. But plants that are in the garden, soil patch are perfectly fine. And any of the spring flowering plants, for example, wallflowers, they're gone out of flower now. Now's the time of year to trim them back, take some cuttings from them and liquid feed them and they'll come back into growth again at this time of year. We have a rat problem in our garden, unfortunately. They seem to be behind the shed. We have kids and we're therefore reluctant to put traps down. Maybe this isn't your specialty, but I'm looking for an answer. What could be attracting them to our location? Well, I mean, rats, I think, what to the say, Pat, we're, we're no further than a metre from, from garden rats or, 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 or rodents in the garden. So, I mean, they're in every uh, property, there's a certain amount of, of rodents present, uh, particularly at this time of year, they're breeding. And I think the traps are probably the safest way. To be honest, you can conceal them and hide them away, but uh, they're probably the most effective and humane way for controlling rodents. I planted a bare root beech hedge in March. Some only have leaves at the base. Should I cut the tops off? Well, if if the beach, if certainly if the wood has gone brittle and it's breaking away, then that portion of the hedge has actually died. So if it's brown and you can break it off very easily, then I would cut it back to where you have some young growth coming from the beach hedge. The other thing I would do is apply a fertilizer now, something like the Osmo Pro 6 would be very good. Sprinkle that around the base of beach. And the other thing to keep an eye out for beach, they often suffer from white aphid, which is an aphid, a green fly it's white in colour or grey in colour on the back of the leaf. So check for that as well, because that can be very damaging, particularly on young beech. Mature beech are perfectly fine, but for younger plants, it's just it's a good idea just to keep an eye out for that as well. So feed them and check for any insect damage on them as well. Interesting question. I have a raspberry bush. It flowers every year, but I never get any fruit. Oh, that's very unusual. I mean, raspberries are... are um, you know, they're, they're very easy to grow. Maybe if it's only one plant, a good idea is to put in a companion with it. So maybe go for something like um, some of the autumn flowering ones. Autumn Bliss, for example, is a lovely variety to plant at this time of year. And you should get fruit. Planting now, you should get fruit this coming autumn. So I think it's a case of putting in a couple of extra plants for good cross-pollination. Now, this may not be one for uh, you, but some of your colleagues in the garden centres might know. I have a modern type rattan patio table and chairs. They're left outside uncovered during the summer months. I noticed last summer that small bits of the rattan had started to break and come away. However, the bits that break away are not on the ground. We We do have squirrels here, but the bits that have broken away are under the glass. So I don't think that they're the problem, the squirrels. Well, this summer, the problem's even worse. Any ideas? And it's interesting, Pat, because squirrels, squirrels will take pieces of furniture. Squirrels are rodents at the end of the day. Their teeth grow continually. And they, we often see a lot of damage on trees with squirrels where they're gnawing at the bark and, and damaging it. And they, can treat, they could be damaging the rattan in exactly the same way. Of course, the nest, the, the, the 
bring their young up in small nests and they often use material from the garden to line the nests as well. So I'd say the listener could have actually identified the culprit themselves. I think keep an eye out for the squirrels. It sounds to me like they're doing the damage. Now to, right, to, to, yeah, go on. To, to, to stop that, Pat, again, you could use um, apple cider vinegar, uh, squirrels dislike, or you could use the grazer's treatment I mentioned already. That's very effective as well. All right, Porik. That's all we've time for. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. A reminder that our items from today are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the News Talk app powered by GoLoud. Just search for The Pat Kenny Show. The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.